0: Welcome to the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast, featuring Christian entrepreneurs to inspire and empower Christian business owners to walk strongly in their faith while building a thriving business that honors Him in every way. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome to another episode of the Christian Entrepreneurs Podcast brought to you by the Influence Alliance, which is the business building community for coaches and consultants who want to build a profitable and scalable business while make a much bigger impact in the world with their message. And I'm your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Now, my guest today says more than ever before, people are seeing the same numbers continuously and sense there is a message. Now, joining me on today's show is Joshua Snopek. Now, Joshua, he is the author author of Be Counted, Hearing the Creator's Voice, through numbers and he loves to help others gain understanding and awareness of the voice through of God's voice through numbers. Now he believes there is an increased awareness of messages through numbers at this time and that God desires for us to hear his voice in this way. Now Joshua, he is also on the management team of Destiny Strategies Prophetic Ministry with Phil and Laurelie Colley. Now Laurelie has been um, on our show a number of times. You can certainly go and listen back to to her shows. But on today's show, Joshua is going to share the meaning behind numbers throughout scripture, very scripturally based, how numbers are an integral part of how God functions in our lives, and how to search out the matter that God wants us to receive through numbers and how we can respond correctly. Welcome to the show, Joshua.
1: Hi, thank you, Anne-Marie, for having me on. I'm so excited God. to share on this topic.
0: Yeah, and this is a topic, one that uh, we have not shared before. And in fact, some people might be listening today and thinking, numbers, what on earth, And, and numbers. So take us back. I love in your book, and I have that up on my screen here, that uh, in Chapter 1 you talk about the holidays. So share a little bit more about that because that really brings you along the journey to where you started to discover this and obviously put it together into this book
1: yeah okay so um, it was a really interesting um, experience that uh, my wife and I and our, our then two-year-old son had uh, we were on holidays uh, in Bangkok at the time and um, we were spending some time at the one of the shopping centers they had there and we were looking for a taxi back to our hotel and we'd done this a number of times um, previously so we knew the the road that we were meant to be going on and uh, so we got in this um, taxi and we negotiated a price. Um, before we got in the taxi. And then as soon as we got in, uh, the, the taxi driver started to try to renegotiate that price and charge us significantly more than what we agreed um, before getting in the taxi. So we we're having some sort of argument in, in this um, taxi at the time and, and uh, he started getting somewhat aggressive um, verbally towards us and, and I started feeling a bit unsafe in this situation. And then as I begin to take notice of some other things around in the car, um, like the screwdriver in the uh, air vent and there was a like a little uh, devil picture on the window and then and so my mind's ticking away thinking i'm in another country a foreign country with my two-year-old son on my lap and my wife next to me and this man is not a very nice man and all of a sudden we find ourselves down um some back alley streets in like a slum sort of area and and, and the mind is just going wild with all the possibilities and all the things and all the stories that you hear that can go wrong um, in situations like that, and I'm under my breath, I'm praying and I'm asking God, please help us, please keep us safe, please protect us. And uh, and so, long story short, that the man ended up just taking us through a shortcut um, because we wouldn't agree to pay more. So, <laughs> but in in my mind, I was very um, concerned for our safety. And uh, and and I remember in in that experience, looking down at the. Um, the, the clock on the car and it was 4.44 PM uh, at the time. And at the time I didn't know anything about it. I had no understanding of what was going on. Um, but it was probably somewhere around six months after that experience, uh, all this awareness of numbers was really building in my life. And I, I kept, couldn't help but reflect back to that experience and was wondering why did I see that number in that experience? And I came to find out that 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 actually has a strong connection or represents um, perfect love. And and we know in, in the Bible it says that perfect love casts out all fear and that was exactly what I needed in that moment.
0: I, I have been in a situation um, such as that, not obvi- obviously with family, but on my own. And, um, and and so I kind of know I was kind of in those back streets. This is in, in a, not in Bangkok, of course. And it was, uh, uh, yeah, I, so I can absolutely uh, appreciate how in that moment you kind of, yeah, had, had those prayers. And so how wonderful. So, okay, so then you started recognising, okay, so there is a little bit more to this and then you started to do a little bit more research tell us how how that how that came about and one of the reasons i'm asking that is because uh, before we went live uh, you and i had a conversation and one of the things that you uh, really want to do with this book as well i mean as we know there's a whole study if you will isn't there a a body of a study uh, on numerology which is quite separate from from the lord of course but one of the things that you really want to do with this book is to reach out to those people to say hey there's actually more to that you know the living creator um is is really in that. So share a little bit more about that and then also the journey to discovering that there really is more behind these numbers.
1: So, um, yeah, so my, my awareness um, really began to build um, after that experience. We had a lot of um, change in our lives um, shortly after that. So um, I uh, I moved house, I sold the house I was living in. We were living in a new house. We had people living with us. I, I left my old job, started a new job, uh, living in a completely different area. My life was just full of change, and and um, and it was just I just kept seeing eleven, eleven constantly. Like it would happen three or four times a day, and it would happen every day for months on end. And and I was like, okay, something's really up here. God's really trying to speak to me, uh, but I don't know what He's trying to say. And so I began to do some my own research and and, and try to find out, you know, where does eleven pop up in Scripture? Where does eleven pop up in, in other things as well? And, uh, and so I began this journey of kind of searching it out for myself, searching through scripture, um, thinking about things a little bit outside the box, having conversations with God and saying, God, what does this mean? And then just trusting whatever I received was from him. Um, so a, an example of that would be, um, so when I was seeing 1111, which is a very common thing that a lot of people see, I felt like he said to me, "How many ships were in the first fleet to Australia?" He asked me that question, and and I, I'm, I'm, my background is a school teacher, so I feel a little embarrassed, and I should have known the answer to this. Um, so I had to Google it because I didn't know, and it was eleven. So so that was like it was a time of transition. It was like you know, for all the people that were on those boats, it was a time of transition, and and we think about eleven being you know, it's the it's the hour before the new day. So for me like I was like just amazed at at how all these connections are coming into place and there was examples in scripture and and so it started on a journey but more or less the starting point is just to be aware and also to just to find examples of where does that number appear in scripture
0: Mm. What I, I love about that is, is in, in, your, in your book, in the introduction, you talk about the Fibonacci sequence, and that's a prime example of, of numbers. And I don't know uh, much about the Fibonacci sequence but I do know that you know it's like the numbers one and then two and then three because it adds the two numbers and then five and then eight and so forth but they've actually science has shown that this natural sequence is or the sequence is in the natural environment even in flowers in, in creation itself isn't it which is yeah. just incredible
1: yeah, that's right. Yeah, so Fibonacci, it, it, like you said, it's, uh, it's a sequence in, in, in all of creation and in, in, everything, in everything that is natural, um, and, and that, that's like God's thumbprint. That's his, that's his stamp of saying, I made this, I did this. Um, everything has an order and a function and a sequence to it, and I, I believe that scientists have even said that if there was a slight adjustment to, to that sequence, if, if something was just a little bit out of order that, that everything on the planet would not be alive.
0: Yeah. And, um, and that goes to show that the creator knows, I mean, when we think even about the human body, I mean, every cell in, in it is just so complex and, you know, and, and animals and just the whole, just the whole gamut. We really do marvel at uh, his, his works. And as you say, scientists have even said, if that's off just slightly, it can, um, can impact uh, creation as we know it. You know, the, the more that I study into the word, and of course we're talking about numbers today, um, you know, there's another body of knowledge, such as astrology and so forth. And, um, you know, you, you kind of think when when you take away the creator aspect of it, because in the Bible, people use the stars to direct them. The, you know, the three wise men use the stars to, to direct them to where Jesus was in, in Bethlehem. I think anytime uh, and we know this as Christians, but we take God out of it, um, that's when uh, it, it's like, well... I created that you, you need to, to, to turn to the creator, if you will, to be able to really, um, well, not to understand, but if the thing itself becomes, and we know as Christians we say the idol, well, that's when it, it displeases the, the Lord, of course. However, and I'm, this is the reason I'm saying that, don't disregard something that the Lord may be using as a way to connect with you because once you started to to get an awareness of that, I'm sure you were seeing numbers all over the place, Yes.
1: Oh, absolutely! Yeah, um, like number plates on the back of cars, um, receipts that I would I'd would purchase something. It would be on a receipt. Um, yeah, like everywhere, every clock I would look at. It would just happen to walk in the room at that time, or it happened to glance down, and it would be that that time. So, um, just an important point you raised there about uh, you know things like um, astrology and numerology. You know, uh, those things are a counterfeit. That, 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 that just like, um, you know, if we talk about like counterfeit money, you know, I've got money in my wallet now. But I'm not going to go throw that money in the bin because there's counterfeit money that's floating around. So we don't want to throw the baby out with the bathwater and say, oh, it's all bad and it's all no good and we shouldn't touch it. Um, God created it in the first place. God owns this thing and he wants us to, um, to, to, to navigate it with him.
0: Yeah, so true. And I love the way that you're using also your book as a way to uh, perhaps open the opportunity or the door to being able to speak to people who have got a fascination with numerology for them to realise actually it was the creator, the Lord who created this. And then perhaps through that, be able to have a personal relationship with him because we know that the Lord loves everybody and wants to, to be able to have that personal loving relationship with them. So as you started then, to see more numbers and then really go into Scripture and see how numbers were used right back from, you know, kind of Genesis to Revelation, you know, and in between kind of thing. What were some of the things that became apparent to you? What are some of the, the, the insights that the Lord shared with you?
1: Yeah, um, okay, yep. So um, I, I guess like starting with 11, that was that was a big one for me. Um, that was God saying, um, you're in a time of transition and, and I'm calling you to have faith. Um, and if we go into Hebrews chapter eleven, uh, many have called that um, that portion of of scripture the Hall of Faith, because it's filled with your Abrahams and and your Sarahs and and all those who who believe God, um, irrespective of their circumstance. So that was a big one for me. Um, and then also looking, I, I began to notice other things as well, like so there'd be certain scriptures that would really stand out to me, or I'd be sitting in a service and a a pastor would be sharing on a, on a certain um, scripture. And, and, and I would see the, um, the correlation between what I was learning, what God was showing me and the numbers. So, um, a, a recent example that I could give is, um, um, so, um, triple two is, is also a very common number. And, and something that, that I connect with in terms of that is is Daniel two twenty-two. And in Daniel two twenty-two, it, it says that God reveals the deep and hidden things. So it's really about revelation and God showing us things that we're not aware of. But if we become aware of it and we, we gain that that understanding then and He can move us forward. Mm-hmm. And um and so if I if you don't mind if I just share a quick story on that. Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: Um, so about 18 months ago, I had this really profound dream and it was quite significant. I knew it was very, um, it was just relating to some situations in my life, finances and things like that. I knew it was a very significant dream and I felt at the time that I, that I understood what it meant. Um, but I actually only just come to understand what it meant about two weeks ago. So what happened was. I had this dream. I thought I knew what it was about. And then and then God, God and I having this conversation internally, I'm starting to really understand what this dream is finally about because there's things happening in my life that, that are lining up with what I had the dream about. And, and it was just like that aha moment where you go, oh, I finally get it. I know what that was about now. This makes sense. And and then God was like, look down at the clock. And I looked down and it was 2.22. And then I was like, okay. So God, you're revealing something here. You're revealing the deep and hidden things in a sense. Yes, we can look in scripture and we can find those connections. But I believe that it's also us um, working with God and talking with him and, and, and just trusting that what we get is from him. And I guess that comes right back to you know what Laurelie teaches and shares about developing our ability to hear God's voice. And to me, I look, at, I look at this and I go, this is just another tool. This is just another way that God speaks. Yeah. And it's another way for him to get our attention.
0: Yeah, so true. I mean, if you think about uh, who we are as individuals, I mean, we're complex beings, um, some of us are a bit more complex than others, but we won't say, you know, we won't go down that. But, you know, some people love to visual, you know, visually, they they really re- react and respond and consume content visually. Others auditorily, you know, through, through mm-hmm. hearing. Um, some of us have more, you know, vivid dreams. For me, it's kind of I've got some incredibly prophetic uh, people, friends, you know, in in my circle and and such as yourself have these vivid dreams. For me, sometimes it's like I can't even remember what I was dreaming about. So the Lord uses different ways, doesn't He, to communicate with us? And so often um, we may not be aware because we don't we don't even realise that He uses different ways. I mean, it can even be creation. I mean, when you look at a, a flower, sometimes you know you can be amazed by. By creation, in and of itself, not because of the creation itself, but because of the Creator. And there's, I think, there's a lot of different ways the Lord communicates with us. We're just not even seeing. Would you agree? Is that something absolutely. that absolutely,
1: absolutely? And just coming back to that point that you made about how you know that a lot of uh, unchurched people are receiving this. You know, they're seeing numbers and they're turning to numerology and other things to try and figure out what's going on. You know, God speaks to everybody, whether they whether they go to church or they don't go to church. He loves everyone, and 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 I think it's really quite interesting because an unchurched person's probably not going to pick up their Bible and read it, and they're probably not going to come to church. But God will speak to them in other ways, and if we can come alongside those people and say, "Hey, um, you know, I'm really interested in numbers," or they might bring it up with you, and and for us not to shy away from that conversation, but to say. Um, Me too. I've been seeing numbers too. And and I find it so interesting. And and what have you been noticing? And What have you been seeing and engage in a conversation? And and I've done this on many occasions and I've just seen people's hearts open up and they go, oh, I don't need to keep my guard up with you. You're not this religious person that maybe I thought you were. Um, You're actually really open and, and I feel safe around you and I can talk to you about spiritual things and, and then that opens the door and, and it, it starts a conversation and a journey with people that may never come into um, an understanding of who God is.
0: Yeah, and as um Lori has said on previous shows, the work that she does in in certain area uh, has led people to Christ. You know, through that. So as Christians, be rem- it just such a great reminder. Be careful. Be um, be loving how we approach because. This may be a way that the Lord is uh, reaching out to them and being able to have that conversation. And people such as yourself who write these books, that kind of can be a um, you know a tool that we can use and, and see. And even as Christians. You know, there may be a big fat one, one, one in front of us that that has been there for, you know, over many years and it's just like now see it and then, you know, dive, dive deep into the scripture, into prayer as the Lord kind of guides you as to the meaning that he has from that. I mean, if we think about the number seven, is a perfect number isn't it um number six is a number for man i mean we know that number three the trinity um yeah. you know there's so many uh, numbers that we do talk about that has significant meaning to that and it's not as if god says well it's only for those numbers and i'm not going to use it for any other way at all god will use any way that he can um That's it. to get our attention sometimes you know and sometimes yeah. it'll be a number of different times before we get that let's talk a little bit about um, how to search out the matter that God wants us to receive through numbers and how to respond correctly because I think that that's so important there's a correct way of doing that so share some insights for you Joshua. Yeah
1: so I think the first the first thing is just to be aware is um, you know like often often like those kind of numbers whatever number it may be but it'll grab your attention. And and the first thing is just to be aware of that and not to just dismiss it and not go, oh, that's just a coincidence, Um, because it'll probably come up again. And it's God saying, hey, I'm here. I'm trying to tell you something. Um, So that's the first thing is just to become aware and then begin a conversation with God and say, God, what are you trying to tell me? What's this mean? Can you direct me? Can you show me where to find the answers to what you're showing me? And, and then the next thing is, is obviously going through scripture and finding in scripture where does this occur. So I know just previously you mentioned number seven, and so for example, if we look in scripture, number seven is associated with a complete work. So you know, like creation finished on the seventh day. Um, um, uh, a man in the, uh, I think it was a man had leprosy. He was told to wash in the Jordan seven times. Um, the prophet told the servant to check for a cloud for the rain. He told him to do that seven times. Um, and so that's throughout Scripture we can find a, a repeating pattern or repeating theme of, of what God is saying in that number, if you like.
0: Uh, talk a little bit about, um, and even seven, seven times, uh, just thinking a sermon. Uh, don't stop at six, you know. when the people that were marching around the, you know, Jericho, there is yes. a reason why the Lord will will do something or or, or say something, command something. And uh, ours is not to question, but rather to go, okay, you know, because there's yeah, there's a reason why. And and I know in your book you've got a number of um, kind of resources and explanations around certain numbers. But I I love how you've it in your or, um the headings the titles is like feeling alive with five 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 share a little yeah. bit more about the five five five
1: Yeah. so um so five is um it's really like if you look at your hand you've got five fingers so it just represents the hand of God on our lives and you know some of us might call that favor some of us might call that strength um, and actually in the Hebrew it, it um this is another sort of tangent that you can go on if you wanted to look into it is that you can look into the, the Hebrew meaning because you know the, this the Bible scriptures based from a, a Hebrew perspective God chose the, the the Israelites as his people so so if we look at where does scripture come you know the Bible's not an English book even though it's written in English it's from a Hebrew perspective so if we look into that um, then that that can also help us out. But one of the things there is is five is, is um, trend in Hebrew is is omets, and omets literally means strength. So okay. if you're seeing five, it, it's favour, strength. So something in your life where you need some extra favour or you need some extra strength to, to tackle something or to take on a new whatever it may be.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, that's
1: how I tend to look at it.
0: Yes, yeah. yeah. And, and it's so true, you know, sometimes through, um, uh, you know, when you're taking a language and you uh, and I forget the word, isn't that ridiculous, but put it into another language. What's the word for that? I've just like missed translation. it. Translating yes. it. Oh, my goodness. Um, you can use the real, there's the. There's a real essence that you lose. For instance, I'm from Dutch. My parents were Dutch and there's a word called gezellig And so there's multiple English words that we would use to describe that doesn't even really come close to that word for And so what you're talking about, that there's some Hebrew words and so forth that when they are translated into English um, have, yeah, it's just such a deeper, richer meaning to that word, isn't it? Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. absolutely.
1: And, and this is a deeper study that people can go into if they want to, which is looking into um, the Hebrew letters. So yeah. in, in in the Hebrew letters, we've got, they have a, a letter, which is a, a picture, it's a number, and it's also a, a phonic or a sound. And so um, there's been, you know, especially probably in the last sort of five to 10 years, there's been a big focus on this with the Hebrew year. And right now we've come into, I think it's 5782. And, and so we see um, a lot of talk about numbers and what's, what's God's theme for the year? What's God's message for the year? And, and I know that a lot of people have spoken into this. Um, uh, a lot of people have said things about how we're in a decade of, of the mouth, you yes. know, speaking out. And, and, and it was interesting how, you know, when we come into this decade, um, the first thing everyone was told to do was to cover their mouth. And so um, it it is quite profound and there is messages in, in, in these things.
0: Yeah, I'd so agree. The decade of um, the, the mouth. So do not be silent uh, for someone, you know, or some people. There may be a message that the Lord has placed on your heart. Uh, now is uh, the time to, to share that. So, um, Josh, we've only just really scratched the surface on on this, but share a little bit about how people can find out more about your book. Where is the place that they can get that? How can they connect with you? All of that, please.
1: Yep. So if they go onto destinystrategies.com.au, um, they'll be able to uh, purchase the, the the ebook, or or you can get the the hard copy, which is just here. Um, and that, if they do that, they go onto the website, and there's a resource section, and and it'll be there. And um, I've can we've conveniently priced it. Um, uh, I think it was uh, $8.88 for the uh, hard copy, or you could pay $5.55 for the uh, ebook. So just having a little bit of fun with that.
0: Yeah, fantastic. Uh, So, of course, that's
1: uh, (laughs) au. yeah.
0: Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on and and sharing. I know that uh, for some people it's like, I'd never really thought about that. Um, However, now that you are more aware, just be curious. Is the Lord uh, using numbers to speak or even confirmation uh, sometimes and, and as, you know, Joshua, you, you have said and, and consistently say, this is not to replace prayer. It's not to replace, you know, quiet time with the Lord, leaning in, doing that His word at all, uh, but may just enable you to, uh, when you do seek Him out and when you do read the Bible, have some real meaning that comes from that because of what He's uh, sharing uh, with you. So thank you once again for coming and sharing oh, You're that.
1: welcome. It was a pleasure. thank you.
0: By the way, before we go, can I say a prayer for you? you can uh, And just yes. to bless the, the ministry. Fantastic. Father God, thank you for the opportunity to speak with Joshua today and talk about a topic, Lord, that uh, may not have been spoken about before, yet we know through biblical um, through stories that we share and we've heard you know, right from Sunday school and from the pulpit, uh, numbers is mm-hmm. certainly something that uh, you've used before. And uh, certainly now through what we're hearing from the study that Joshua's been doing, it's certainly a way that you can really speak to us as well. Father, continue to uh, bless his ministry and the ministries that he's, he's doing alongside Phil and Loralee through Destiny Strategies um, as they continue to even reach out to people who may not know you yet and may not be aware and have experienced yet the true love uh, that, that you have for them, Lord. So continue to bring that message out far and wide so that people can, uh, to can hear about the wonderful news of Jesus and how he loves them. Lord, we ask this in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you so much, Josh. Catch you later. Thank you. See you. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by the InfluenceAlliance.com. Want to influence real change with your message by becoming known as a trusted authority in your industry while building a sustainable and scalable business you love? Find out how by accessing our free podcast series at www.theinfluencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. That's the
1: influencealliance.com forward slash podcast series. This podcast is a part of the C Suite Radio Network. For more top business
0: podcasts, visit c suetio.com.